Where do you go for comics new and old? Uh, garage sales? Wrong! Where do you see your favorite television and movie stars? Uh, in magazines, mostly. Wrong again! And where do you go to see the best in cosplay? Well, there are lots of different options if you're looking for something... <laughs> so incredibly wrong! Wizard World Comic Con. Wizard World Comic Con offers live entertainment and gaming, comics new and old, cosplay, toys and memorabilia, and a chance to meet your favorite television and movie stars. Meet Star Trek star William Shatner and Hellboy's Ron Perlman July 13th through the 15th in Boise, Idaho. Then meet Gotham stars Robin Lord Taylor and Sean Pertwee August 3rd through the 5th in Winston-Salem. Then meet Guardian stars Dave Bautista and Palm Clementia and the Winter Soldier Sebastian Stan August 23rd through the 26th in Chicago, Illinois. For news, celebrity updates, and tickets to future shows, go to wizardworld.com. Don't feel like paying full price? No problem. Use promo code CANDAIR at checkout. No space. (laughs) To get 10% off your tickets. So, where are you going to go for your pop culture fix? The, The internet? Oh, good answer. Really? No! Wizard World Comic Con! Go to wizardworld.com for tickets. Hi there, this is Mike Quinn, Nine Numb from Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. You're listening to Canned Air Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And joining us today to talk about his uh, show on Amazon Prime, Comics Watching Comics, we welcome Kevin Goatee. Kevin, thanks so much for being with us today. Hi-o. How are you, boys? Good? Oh, every, everyone's good over here on oh, this yeah. side, I think. How about you? Not too bad. It's fucking hot over here in uh, our neck of the woods, so... <laughs> it's fucking That's hot a... here, too. I was going to say, I could be... Where are you guys located? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. All right, all right. You city slickers, you. Yeah, That's, look at us. Uh, look at us. <laughs> you guys, these. this guy said that uh, LeBron left, or you care less? Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we're yeah. nerds, remember? Oh, that's, yeah, that's The comic right. book like and type. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. In our uh, retro <laughs> roundtable, we're going to be uh, looking back into pop culture history. It was this month in 1985 that Back to the Future came out and made its stamp on pop culture. So we're going to be talking about Back to the Future there. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then the uh, comic vault. Jack, what do you have to talk about? Happy. Happy. Is that all you got to say, Pharrell? Is, is, is there any more to that? Well, it was it was picked up on sci-fi during Christmas time as a, a quick uh, series. Okay. By uh, the good old Grant Morrison. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so you know it's going to be good. Yeah. All right, cool. Twisted and good. One of the things we'll be talking about there, and then we're going to turn our attention over to Kevin and talk more about the so many things he has going on. I'm excited to get, get into. But before we do that, all that, social media. Find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. Uh, as always, we are on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CandairPod. Show a little love on the, on the Patreon site, and you get access to our other show, the Patreon Pod. And uh, other goodies to come. And then uh, what else am I forgetting? Uh, if you're going to Wizard World, oh yeah, use Canda Air, no spaces in the promo 
code box and get 10% off. It helps. Yes. Those tickets are fucking expensive. It yeah, helps. They are. So, all right. Well, with all that behind us, let's just kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. It's showtime. Got it, dude. Spend no expense. All right, guys. Back to the future. Uh, I'm going to start with Kevin here. Uh, Back to the future. I mean, where does it rank on your uh, movie meter? Is it uh, one of your favorites? Is it just kind of like it? (laughs) Toward the bottom, it's terrible. (laughs) Serious? No, I'm totally kidding. It's one of the greatest (laughs) films ever. Are you kidding? I mean, I I did a thing recently. I I review movies um, on my website as well, but... I was sitting there, I'm like, and I go. I was going through the AFI list, and I'm like, oh, a lot of these AFI ones, they need to rewatch them, or people are just out of their minds. A lot of just garbage, and I and I and I pulled a bunch off on my own off the AFI list, and I wanted to put a few on there. And how is Back to the Future not on the AFI's top 100? That you find this is this is something. Two things you'll never find: one, uh, an Asian family, a family photo where everybody, where anyone is smiling. Two, find me, find me anyone who hates Back to the Future. I challenge you. That is that is impossible. I have never ever met someone go Back to the Future awful. Never. Yeah, hindsight now that was a pretty stupid question to ask, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's great. I mean people started thinking fourth dimensionally for that from that film. You know. Sure. Uh, fantastic film, top to bottom. Every time it's on cable or TV, you get sucked right in. Oh yeah. Spawned a fan. I love the second one. You can even argue the second is as good as the first. Third, third is fine. Some people hate it. I don't. Not That's as good. Fun. Still, yeah. I always enjoyed all of them, but mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. The second one has got to be the my favorite. I don't know. There's it's so complex. There's so many layers to it. Yes. I love it. Yeah, I mean the whole alternate future and all that. It just it, yeah. it's so smart and well written. All the little the little odds they has in all of them to each other to all the different films. I mean, it's just it's fantastic. It really is, and it's it's I, it's, I think it's a perfect film, top to bottom. Did they do those movies like they did Lord of the Rings, where they just kind of filmed them all at once? No, I mean, no, they did not. They shot the first one independently, and the second, but the second two they did. In yeah, fact, at the end one, of the second one, they had all the clips. I read this in the. Uh, I actually have a Back to the Future. I like go, did you know fact book? The girl who played Jennifer Parker in the first one, her mom got sick, and she didn't want to go back to acting when they filmed two and three. Hence Elizabeth Shue. That's right. Ah. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot so about that. Yeah, they banged them out because they couldn't have people getting older. I mean, obviously, he's supposed to play a teenager. What was he, like 25 by that point, yeah. you know? Right. So they had to bang them out back to back, so that way they did that. So, yeah, there's your uh, there's your answer. Mm. No, you know, I can't remember the release date. Was it Were they just like year after year after year? Did they come out over three years? Or did they have like two years between no. their releases? No, in fact, I'll never forget because I saw two and three in the theaters. Uh, two came out over Thanksgiving. Three came out in '89. Uh, three came out in the summer of '90. Oh, okay. Wow, it's really that late. Yeah, it does seem late, doesn't yeah. it? Shit, how'd that get under my radar? I don't know. <laughs> Same here. Nine. And you call yourself movie nerds? Shame on you. Comic nerds. Yes. Comic uh, nerds. <laughs> we don't have books about <laughs> movies sitting around our houses. We're actually not professionals in anything. We're just kind of pretending here. Yeah. 
It's fun to pretend. <laughs> Pee Wee taught me that. Oh my god! What about the uh, like this the tech that the movie has kind of inspired, or at least things that we we saw in the movie in 1985? Or like, wow, wouldn't that be cool? And now we have like uh, Marty being uh, or his dad being bitched out on the the flat screen the TV, TV, you know. Yeah. The FaceTime, the the big, I don't know. Was that a projection television? Picture in picture? Yes, the picture yeah. in picture, yes. I mean, that's a reality now. I, and ours looks much better than it did on the Way better, yeah. <laughs> They're flat screens instead of big boxes still. Right, right. And then remember, exactly. also somebody, uh, we did a kick. Somebody was doing a Kickstarter when we started this show, like, I don't know, like four years ago for a hoverboard. You remember that? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the big and obvious one is the uh, the hoverboard. Uh, in fact, I remember they did a, sh- uh, a special, I was it Channel 4, I think it was NBC. Leslie Nielsen did it, and he did a lot of the uh, things from the film, and he had a hoverboard. He goes, all right, kids, ready to see the hoverboard? And he throws it, and it just clunks to the ground. He goes, oh, not ready for uh, prime time yet or something like that, you know? Oh, are you serious? Yeah, oh, go geez. look it up. One thing about hoverboards that really makes me mad is those the two wheeled things that kids get that kept catching on fire the last couple Christmases or whatever. Segways? Yeah, it's like a mini Segway. It just doesn't have the handlebars on it. Oh, But they uh, call yeah. those hoverboards in there. I don't know. It's just, that's not what I know a hoverboard to be. No. Because you're not really even floating. You're just driving on a couple of wheels on your feet. I, I would think that, I don't know, the part of me thinks that kids today have... You know, just as fond of memories of Back to the Future as we do, but that that may not be the case. It they can be. Yeah. Well, what is, well, what's that? You know, I just figure it's like kind of like the Wizard of Oz, where everybody knows it. You know, generation <laughs> after generation, but may not be the case. Uh, what about you, Jack? Uh, the second movie, the way that when Marty went back into the past again, and like it was shot for shot, everything was happening at the same time, but he mm-hmm. was in it. Just the way that was done, I I, I can't tell if it's like avoiding himself. Uh, yeah, when he's sitting in the movie. car with yeah. his mom, yeah. and he's slinking across the side of the car. If that was actually like green screened or how they how they did that, I've never really looked into it. But it, that whole yeah, I wonder sequence, if they like actually used the original footage, or they probably had to have reshot a lot of those scenes. Some yeah, because some of them have different angles with them in the background, which I'm sure it's just a double, like on the stage playing guitar and stuff while he's right. hiding from all the the Biff's minions. But I just I love the way that it's shot the Biffians. Yeah, this brings you back to the first one. One of which was none other than the guy who played Brandon Lee in uh, Bruce Lee. Sorry, in the Bruce Lee Dragon Story, and also Billy Zane. Really? Was he from really Titanic, from Titanic? And if you remember that horrible film, The Phantom. Yeah, no, I know exactly who you're love talking to. Um, <laughs> It's crazy how often that Bruce Lee movie comes up on this show. Yeah. Without even trying. It just always <laughs> finds its way in, and I love it. That was a good movie. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that film. But no, I did not know that. I didn't know that at all. I, I One thing I did read online is when uh, they were get, waiting for Chuck Berry's permission to use Johnny B. Good in that scene in the first movie, and that he held out and held out and held out until the day of filming to oh get their his approval. Yeah, talk about thought, sweat and bullets. No shit. All Jeez. the money that's gone into that. Yeah, <laughs> I would have picked a new song by that point. Like, yeah. All right, we're moving on. Right. Well, I guess they finally offered him the truckload of money that he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Um, one obvious thing that Back to the Future has given the world, and you know, this obviously isn't the best thing. The movies themselves are the best thing, but Rick and Morty 
we wouldn't have no Rick and Morty mm-hmm. if not for uh, Back to the Future. All right, so I I think I finished season one. I don't get it. I, I'm it's fine. Maybe I heard season two is a lot better, but I wasn't like laughing out loud all that often with Rick and Morty. It's it's a different humor, and I got to yeah. tell you, like I saw it maybe two or three times and had the same kind of feeling. I didn't really care for it. And I just remember out of the blue, I don't know if I saw a commercial or what it was, but I kind of was like, I want to watch that show again. And like after the third helping, I was into it. But yes, the the later seasons get much better. And they actually, uh, some of the episodes actually have some weight to them. Yes, they do. You know, Especially the finales. Of the- first seasons are always experimental with any, right. any series you're looking at. So I would strongly recommend a look at the second season. Shoot the third season with the president when they're fighting against the president i can't help but laugh constantly yeah. in the whole episode it's a good show uh one thing i don't recommend doing is getting online and looking at the video that inspired it no my no. god is it <laughs> fucking graphic <laughs> the doc and marty i had to look away i was like yeah. this is disturbing this is <laughs> fucked up i can't watch oh what else we have guys back to the future 3d movies the jaws that came out they're not quite that close good yet but I mean, they're, they're still 3D, and it's good in the 3D. aspect where it's like middle of the day, and you're seeing this thing yeah, approaching yeah. because the, the graphic of that shark looked like shit. It's horrible. <laughs> good old blocky CG. Uh, st- cars, cars with the hover conversion. I mean, we thought we'd have flying cars today too. That's true. Like cars that run off of trash. We haven't seen those yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're called Yugos. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And uh, speaking of hover cars, you've seen the Uber uh, prototype videos where they're going to have little like uh, like helipads where like two people can sit in this thing yeah, and it'll carry yeah. you to your destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that too. Uh, hope it, you know, fucking crash. thank you. Now you're gonna lose a lot of people on those ones. I think you drop like a fucking rock. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be no way. No way. I'd have to wait for like it to be active for five years mm-hmm. with a low accident rate for me to be like, mm, maybe, you know, yeah, I'm not just going to go jump in one of those damn things. Do you think today if they redid uh, or if they did another Back to the Future, if DeLoreans would might come back into a production? Uh, I feel like they would put it on, you know, the, whoever, whatever car company made the biggest bid on the movie would have the new car, you know, they'd have to. Yeah, like the Avengers with Acura. How many times are they driving a car? Right. Or, or the worst, when you see, like, the, was it was it Nice? I see, this is, this is A, how much I pay attention to commercials, and B, how impactful they are. Do you remember there was a car, uh, there was actually for for the last few Star Wars films, there were car commercials. Like not in one yes. scene did they yep. drive a fucking car in any of these films, you assholes! Like yeah. stop, <laughs> stop it! You know, God you are damn, so right. You know, yeah. trying shorn and everything. Christ sakes! Oh, the last Jedi nuts. and Rogue like, One. Bio, Nissan sponsoring Rogue One. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> like the only thing more egregious would be like a Taco Bell's and. And now the new Space Cantina Burrito or some garbage like that. That would have worked so much better. It would probably get me to go to Taco Bell versus getting a car that I can't afford. But the, no, those fucking commercials. Were, Nissan, come on, man. I, I'm not going to a few bucks, but not that many. They were so <laughs> fucking stupid to boot. I mean, it, they weren't even trying to be subtle about their affiliation with the movie. You know, I've mm. seen similar deals in the past where they just kind of make reference at the end of the commercial go see Star Wars in theaters this Friday you know where this right. is like driving your car in and out of like ATAT legs yeah, and yeah. like 
And then they oh. give them one-liners right from the movies, too. I'm like pretty it. sure I was swore at the TV once or twice <laughs> when I hadn't seen that. <laughs> right there with you. I agree with you totally. One thing I never got to do that I'm very regretful of is do the Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios before it disappeared. No? No, really? I never did. Did you? Did, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Did it, did it uh, I don't know, uh, at least three times. Uh, was there recently when they had a, a, the Simpsons ride? Now so, that I've done. Yeah, no, Back to the Future is dope. It was a pretty good, pretty cool, pretty fun story. You had to chase Biff going around through time. You had to go through like a volcano with dinosaurs and shit. Pretty fun. That would be hmm. cool. I, I if you get on YouTube, I that's one of my guilty little pleasures getting you on YouTube watching and watching rides. rides. Yeah, play through and. I watched that one, and uh, it looked like it would have been so much fun, and you know, having that 3D feel to it. Because, like you were saying, you know, you're flying through like volcanoes, and I think a T-Rex tries to bite at you at one point. But you know, watching these things on on your phone are nothing you get, like yeah. being there. It's like watching the Twister experience. I was like, really? There's no way I'd have gone through. <laughs> that's that. a little different. You get exactly <laughs> off your phone what you get in real life from that experience. Like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> But that's why it's gone now, along with the Terminator one. Uh, what about Marty? No, the Terminator ride, it's, it's not a ride, it's a, it's a movie, and it's still there. I mean, I was there a year and a half ago, they still had it. Oh, I thought they retired it. I thought they yeah. had just retired it. Nope. No, I mean, wow. again, I was there in February, well, again, it wasn't there. February of 17, and it was still there, so. Wow. Wow, okay, hmm. I've been misled. Yeah, I thought it was gone. And actually, I, I will be back in Universal in two weeks. I'm going to a... We got a meeting in our uh, work meeting in Orlando, so I'm gonna take uh, the day and then go to uh, go to uh, Universal for the day and bang out more rides again. I'm, I'm quite the fan of the Hulk, the Transformers, and the Spider-Man rides. Is you know oh, my favorite. Spider-Man ride is out of this world. I I haven't done it's it. Good. I mean, look, come on, the turn. The the Hulk is the best there by far, by far. Well, I so. can't do coasters. I'm not a coaster guy. <laughs> they make me Are sick you as serious? fuck. Oh, I get sick as hell, like really easily. But oh, don't be a baby. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the Simpson ride really did a number on me too. But I had to do it. I'm a huge Simpsons fan. You know, I had to power through. Plus, I just ate that disgusting crusty burger, like mm, I always no. mentioned, and that shit was so. Oh, did gross. you? I had the. Uh, I went to Moe's and had a, a duff. I did that too. I, I chased the burger with a beer, and uh, damn, chased it was disgusting. Chased the burger with a duff. The, the, like that burger had like fucking imitation cheese on it. It wasn't even like real cheese. Ugh. It was like this liquid oil-based orange. Shame yeah. on you for expecting uh, an amusement park <laughs> food to be good. Well, I mean, if I hadn't even done the ride, I would have been sick. This thing was fucking gross, and it had just a taste that you could not wash out of your mouth. It just wasn't going anywhere. I'm curious, but I'd probably kill myself after for doing it. The one thing I regret not getting was the uh, the lard lad great big donut, like Homer donut. <laughs> I wanted I one so They looked terrible, too. Was it? No, I didn't have it. I, I, I looked at them, and I'm like, oh, God. They look terrible, one. I mean, I, my thing is I hate overpaying for garbage food. Like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a sports guy. I go to, you know, the Yankee games often. I go to the Giants games. And I, I always eat before I go in because I, oh, I loathe overpaying for garbage food. And that was the, the donut. I'm like, I am not paying like five bucks just to say I had a garbage lard lad donut. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's exactly what was going through my mind there. I was like, I've already dropped like fucking $200 just to walk in the door here and do a few things. This isn't going to complete my experience. But then after I left, I was like, oh, 
I should have got the fucking donut. <laughs> oh well, next time. I'll get sick on something else, right? Right on. What else do we have, guys? Back to the future. I, I think I'm kind of tapped here. Yeah, I'm almost too. I can't. I mean, there, there was a hot second. There was a rumor that they're gonna do a fourth one. I mean, I, a lot of times you're like, yeah, that horse has left the barn. But I'm like, you know what? God damn it! I'd be super duper curious to see what they would do with this. I mean, uh, they would need a self drive car because we know Marty McFly can't drive with the shakes and shit. So. Uh, <laughs> We would uh, need somebody else. He would need an Uber. He'd need Doc to drive that thing, if you know what I mean. When you think about how old Christopher Lloyd is now, every oh once in a while I see him in the cameo on the TV shows, and he he's old, but he still looks like he could still you know do some crazy stuff. He looks like he's bordering senile. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about him, but in the last few times I've seen him, I was like, it's not going to be long. <laughs> yeah. it, you know? I think he just... He aged quickly and then kind of slowly after he hit he that He kind of had that uh, Betty White effect where he's, like, been old for years, but it's just right. recently, like, actually hitting him, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? You see him, he's like, damn, he's he's old, but he doesn't seem like he's as old as he is, but he is old. I don't know. <laughs> Do we know how old he is, or? Let's look it up. Let me see here. Let's take a guess. Without even looking, I'm going to say 78. I wouldn't go as high as that. I'd probably say early 70s, maybe. All right. You said 78, and you said early 70s? Yeah, 72, I'd say. I'm leaving more Kevin's way. I'd have to say probably late 70s. And 79. Wow. Oh! Look at that! And I get both showcases. Oh, that is an interesting thought, though. If so, let's say, I you know, I would hope if a new movie did come along, it would certainly be a continuation in the universe rather than anyone trying to reboot it because that's just sacrilegious, right there. You don't do that. Yeah, that. I mean, what are they gonna do? Have his kids? You know, is he gonna dress up as his kids again? I was gonna say, if they right. did it, it would, being in the same family, he would have to play his son like he did when he was in the future. But then that wouldn't work anyway because he's all old now, too. <laughs> Unless they well, just did the uh, like, me... Princess Leia thing and CG him into it. Oh, CG, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let me give you two more uh, did you knows. Number one, uh, fuck, what's it? Thomas Wilson, right? Is his name. His son got drafted by the New York Mets to be a pitcher. Really? Yeah. It's in the post uh, a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh. That's I read a, that he carries cards on him. That when people, yeah, that's my second point too. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to uh, steal your time. No, how would you know that? You know, I didn't send in my list of talking points to you. How the hell would you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, please. No, yeah, he has a card that has like a bunch of FAQs on. It. Like, yes, Michael J. Fox is a nice guy, and uh, no, I don't. I, I, whatever. That's all I remember. Yeah, hearing. like uh, questions that more than likely whoever is standing in front of him are going to ask. Yeah, I tried so hard to uh, find info to try to get him on the show, but after I saw the card thing, I was like, well, if he's handing out cards, he's sure as fucking going to humor us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just send us a card or scan it and send it to us. Here's all your questions. Yeah. You should just know. call him and go, what are you looking at, butthead? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that it would, a fourth Back to the Future would kind of play out kind of the way like Tron Legacy did, where it just. I love it. Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. I did too, but it was just, you know, someone kind of stumbled. I, it was his son, wasn't it? 
Yes. Yeah. But they, you know, you don't have any knowledge of the son from the early movies, so you know, Marty's son finds blueprints or some shit. I Maybe don't know. Maybe be a grandson. It would probably work better this sure. time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that would work yeah. just fine. But yeah, like blueprints are found of the DeLorean since it was destroyed. And maybe adapted to a, a modern car. Not that that's, that's what I would want to see. You got to keep the DeLorean. The new Camaro. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that, that, that's front and center. I don't know how the hell anybody else can even think of trying to play around with it and, uh, you know, do something else besides the DeLorean. Yeah. We have like a, you know, it's a main character. Firebird or some shit. I don't know. I'm not a car guy. But something else would be, would be sacrilege. Absolutely. It's a main character. It's like the Millennium Falcon. You know, you can't do anything to them. They're just as important as the characters that ride within them. Take a well, smart let's take a one second uh, tangent break here since you already said it, uh, since you guys are self proclaimed nerds. Solo, thoughts? Sucked. Wasn't a fan. Nah. I didn't think, I thought it was fine. Like, I had low expectations. There were some cool things. The end was cool. Uh, how he found Chewbacca. All right. I have low expectations. <laughs> it's look, it's not episode one bad. All right. No. Then no. there's there's a big chasm. I mean, I, I I thought two was fine. People hated two. I I thought two was good to a degree. I like the ending. Uh, yeah. Same and then here. you have, and then yeah. I mean, Last Jedi I liked to a degree. I liked a lot. I liked a lot of it, but I I didn't like how it was so. First of all. I don't mind if a film was long. It just dragged. That's the problem with, with yes, uh, Last Jedi. That whole uh, Benicio Del Toro garbage, cut that out. Give me a half an hour of my life back. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, Force, Unle- Force Awakens. I mean, it was Star Wars 2.0. It was fine. It was good. I would put it in that bunch, but at the bottom level of that bunch. And then, of course, then I have, obviously, 4, 5, 6, Rogue One, and uh, Episode 3 in there as well. I think Episode 3 is... Highly underrated. It's very good. Oh, I yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a great film. It's um, oh, man, I like it more than I do uh, Last Jedi for sure. I think depending what you're looking for in Solo depends on if it's a good film or not. You know, if you're just if you're looking for like a summer action adventure, it's great in that yeah. aspect. You know what I mean? The thing with Star Wars is people have a, put a lot of stock into them, and they're I don't know. This was a good opportunity to add depth to that character in it didn't take that opportunity it just kind of is like oh he mentioned a kessel run once oh he was he was friends with uh, this lando guy we got to put him in there oh he knew a hairy dude let's put him in you know what i mean <laughs> so right. and like all the the big um, suspense moments kind of relied all on the same formula where it was just like last minute thrills like it punches the button at the last second you know it was I can't remember the exact instances, but I remember that trope playing out like the Millennium Falcon stalled and then all of a sudden it started up and took off like a bat out of hell. Yeah. Yeah. So I had fun. It was a fun watch for sure. But the um, second half was better than the first half. As far as my Star Wars canon, though, I mean, I kind of. This solo doesn't leave a scar because Last Jedi already did. <laughs> if it wasn't for Last Jedi, I would, I'd probably take this one a lot more personal. But. Solo, I could just throw it away because I never wanted it anyway, so I just kind of write it off like, meh, whatever. Rogue One was a perfect Star Wars story because mm-hmm. it added depth to, you know, it butts right up to A New Hope and yep. it adds so much depth to that story. Mm-hmm. You can watch it right. right back to back. It yes. adds to it. Yeah. Adds to it. Solo didn't. You totally can watch it back to back and. Obviously, they segue perfectly, and that's some badass shit with uh, with Vader in the and uh, with Rogue One, and that was great. It was great yeah. seeing him again for a, for a hot second. 
And I heard if you butt them up and turn the sound off and turn on Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, they play. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help myself. Excuse my smart ass. I'm sorry. You should (laughs) have. All right. Well, with that, I think it's time to move on. Uh, I was going to do a quick T-shirt commercial, but I don't have it in me, I don't think, today. So I'm just going to say, if you want to buy a Candare T-shirt, go to Society6 forward slash Candare pod, buy a T-shirt. Mugs, what else? Coasters. we got coasters now. Koozies. All kinds of crap with our name on it. (laughs) Buy it. Help us. Buy it. How much of that stuff have you guys sold? Very little. Yes. Very little. Thoughts? It's worth a shot, (laughs) though. Yeah, I my my show. I have a, a T-shirt. I'm trying to sell them, and it's just like, well, hold on a second. Like, who honestly gives a shit? Like, wearing your show like that. You know, my friends will wear the shirts to promote it, but it's just like, yeah, who honestly wants like a, a mug with a podcast name on? Like, <laughs> every once honest. in a while, we'll sell one. Yeah. I mean, it's few and far between, but you know, wherever you can get a few bucks here and there, or like, a few, hey, like, we got an extra dollar. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, no, I get it. Like, I'm all about trying to figure out what the you know get the money going in, but. It's funny. I had uh, I was in Atlantic City last weekend, uh, and Sebastian Maniscalco was there. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I don't find him funny. But he had an entire store on the corner of the casino in the Borgata <laughs> with all of his merch. People were wearing. I, I saw them were wearing like Sebastian Maniscalco hoodies. He's a comedian. Like he's not a, it's not a sports thing. He's a comedian, and the prices were just <laughs> jacked up, and people were paying it. Oh my god. Damn it, I'm insanely jealous that he's selling this shit and making money. It just drove me nuts. I was like, well, good on him. He figured it out. But nonetheless, aggravating is all hell that I'm not there. Maybe he paid people to buy it. No chance. (laughs) He's rabid and they will, they run through walls. They're watching Italian people defend Maniscalco is like watching black people defend Black Panther. Like they will, none of them will. They are the best no matter what, and you can never tell them otherwise. Otherwise, the whole, (laughs) you know, they'll go. They will go to the death uh, defending those guys. (laughs) Oh my God, this is awesome. Where were we? We got done doing commercials. You're like that got off the beaten path just a little bit, but okay. No, that's fine. I I like going off the path. That's how we do typically. Yeah. 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 All right, let's swing open the door to the comic vault. Jack, you want to kick us off this week? Sure. What do you got? I have the trade, even though I didn't read it all. I've only got maybe through the first uh, what chapter of it, of the series Happy, which came out on Sci-Fi this past Christmas. And it's about a cop. He used to be a great cop detective. Somehow he went down the, the, the bad road, and now he's just a big drunk and stuff all over the place. All disheveled. Beginning of the book, there's a couple of mobsters talking shit about going to kill this dude, which is the cop. And they're going to put out, there's a hit on the guy. So they're going to go, they're going to the house, do this hit. They get up to the house, find that they're two brothers. They're all this Italian mob, of course. Two Two brothers. brothers. Yep, tied up in there. I think they're dead already. And they look out the window. There's a sign on their chest that says, answer the fucking phone. So they answer the phone. And it says, look out the window. And they look out the window, and there's some hooker that's holding a paper that says, turn around. Now, <laughs> it's an elaborate ruse. Yeah. <laughs> Back even farther, the cop, I can't remember what his name is. It's Chris Nathan Sachs? Something last name Sachs. He saved a hooker from a serial killer called Jack the Hammer from getting killed. 
like he busts in on them while she's giving him head. He blows her away. He gives the hooker a uh, paper. Giving head blows away. Yeah. Oh, it's there's Love all kind of puns in there. <laughs> he gives her the newspaper and says, you know, have a good night. Just put this out the window. So back to the mobsters. They see the paper that says turn around. He turns around. The cop is standing there with the gun to his head. Blows all those guys away. One of them's still alive. He gets a couple of shots on the cop. While the guy's dying, he tells the cop a password that it was where the whole mob's whole fortune is in a bank account. It's a password to the bank account. So the cop ends up leaving the house, has a heart attack. He gets picked up by the cops. They bring him to the hospital. On the way to the hospital in the ambulance, all of a sudden he starts seeing, because he's getting all meds and stuff, glycerin, painkillers to make him feel better. He starts seeing this little cartoon flying unicorn. (laughs) What the fuck? Your description is playing out like a Benny Hill episode. You gotta (laughs) read it or watch the show. It's so good. And it's so twisted. Uh, But the the unicorn's just like, hey, wake up. You know, we gotta go save. We gotta go save this. I can't remember the little girl's name. She's in trouble. You're the only one that can see me. Meanwhile, he's like, what the fuck is going on? So they get back to the hospital. Come to find out it's a mob hospital. The mobstable, if you will. Yes. The mob boss has put out a hit on the cop in the hospital with this guy that's going to gum and come and cut his penis into like pepperoni slices. All of a sudden there's Jesus a big fight Christ. because the what is fucking going on here. <laughs> it's a great book. I can't <laughs> wait. To... <laughs> he follows with the penis mutilation. But that's a great fucking book. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then the, the, the horse, his name's happy, of course. And he's sitting there telling the cop, you know, what's going on. So he ends up beating the the guys that are coming to kill him in the hospital. He gets out of the hospital. <laughs> That's the end of the first chapter. The horse, the horse is happy, Jesus of course. Christ. From the twisted mind of Grant Morrison. So that, that'll tell you all right there. Wow. Once I've done reading it, I'll let you read it. <laughs> that or I'll, I'll get the... I don't know how to react right now. What do I do? What do I do? Go to the next segment. Yeah. <laughs> happy. I'm going to have to look through that, I think. Yep. <laughs> All right, Kevin, I understand you're not much of a comic reader, but you like the superhero film, sir. Yeah, after after hearing that last uh, review, I'm still going to stay away from the uh, comic book genre. Jesus Christ. No, uh, yeah, I am. I, I, I am a fan of the superhero films. Um, I have seen Deadpool 2, thought it was very, I thought it was good, pretty good. First one slightly better, mm-hmm. not as right. funny as the first. This one dragged out in the end. I felt I did love Cable; he was great, uh, but I thought it dragged a bit with the whole death scene and all that. Yeah, you know, not crazy about it. Uh, Avengers, uh, the Avengers three was nothing short of brilliant. I uh, I dare say that's the second or third best super uh, superhero film of all time, only second to Dark Knight. And I don't know if you guys are going to shit on me, but I love Days of Future Past for the X-Men. Oh, love. same good. here. You know, yeah. I don't understand why people give those movies. I mean, some of them deserve the shit they get, but mm-hmm. Days of Future Past and even Apocalypse, I both... Oh, uh, stop. Apocalypse was garbage. Seriously? <laughs> garbage. I didn't like it at first. After the second time, I, I kind of warmed up to it a little bit. Dude, Apocalypse in the fucking... And this time I, I know from the cartoons... 
and then I even read this in the comics. He's like eight, nine, ten feet, something like that. He's super tall. He's fucking like five eight. He's looking eye to eye with what's her face. And I'm like, this dude's supposed to be the biggest, baddest guy in the entire X-Men universe. And he's eye to eye bullshit. Yeah. And it just it, it didn't go anywhere. Not Psylocke. They did nothing with her. Oh, her yeah. character was garbage. Yeah. yeah. She was stupid. Waste of time. First class was very good. All right, let's go down it. X-Men 1, not as good. Doesn't hold up as much anymore, I think. The first no. X-Men. Mm-hmm. Doesn't. X2, very good. Love yes. X2. Mm-hmm. X3 is trash. Yep. Uh, first class is excellent. Uh, Days of Future Past, I've already stated my love for it. And Apocalypse was shit. That's it, it's it's been a lot of hit and miss, I would say. Logan, what about Logan? Oh yeah, love Logan. Logan was great. Yeah. Uh, th- but the other two Wolverines were not. The first one sucked. The yes. third one, was, the second one was not that good either. I thought with Silver Samurai. The third one, Logan was insane. I love Logan. Logan's probably the death. I put that in my top five superhero films of all time for sure. Yeah, Logan's mm-hmm. amazing. I I just could watch it over and over. And I gotta see it again. Yeah, you can feel the weights, you know, of all the movies that came before. Oh, it, definitely. You know, that yes. death scene. It was really, really freaking good. And you know, the Wolverine, I enjoyed, but it didn't like the ramp up to the end was so anticlimactic. It was a it was long movie, kind of stupid. Yeah. And yeah, to find out it's yeah, just some old man trying to stay alive longer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, yeah, X Men Apocalypse definitely had some problems. And I, there was a, a point where he did grow in in the dream. But yeah, he yes. should have been big the whole yep. fucking time. That right. would have been so much better. But I don't know. Soft spot. I when like they, Last Action Hero. Remember when they killed? Apocalypse I like Last the Action with the big Hero too. We're like we're like ten of fifty. We're ten of like five people to love that film. Do you uh, really? They a lot of people hate that film, Last Action Hero. Oh, I, I I love it. I fucking I do love too. It. I absolutely love it. So smart, so funny. So it just it, it, it hit in so many different. Uh, as a, if you're a movie fan, the, the the thousands of nods. You're like, what the hell? This is great. You know, this shit you know, making yeah. fun of itself. I I, I dug it. I can't believe it got the uh, the level of shit that it did. Did it lose yeah. anything watching the TV version versus the movie version? I mean, they might have replaced a few hells and dams with craps and or you know whatever. But Bad voice I don't, over. and maybe cut things out just for time. time. But I don't think there was like any graphic stuff they would have had to cut out for television. That no, was PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, the problem that film had is it they fucked the booking, the scheduling of it up. It came out the same weekend as Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it came out on the Sunday following Jurassic Park. So Sunday? it wasn't even a Friday night release. No, someone... What the hell? I don't remember the story. Someone botched the scheduling with it, but it well, really... They probably aren't working anymore. I don't think it would have, like, won any fucking Oscars no. if Jurassic Park wasn't there <laughs> by any means, but it would have got more uh, attention, I think, than it did mm. in the shadow of the dinosaurs, you know? But yeah, I love the film. I got the action figures hanging on my wall, Kevin. That, I'm I'm in the shit. <laughs> Boy, you are a pussy magnet, I can tell. <laughs> they are lined up out the fucking door, buddy. Oh, my Lord. The action figures from Last Action Hero. First of all, I didn't know they made any. I had the Burger King cups for the longest time, so I moved out of my parents' house and oh. had to throw that shit away. I got one up on the shelf way yeah, up there. Yeah, you do. You got a Burger King cup? Get out of here. I do. I do. I don't wow. have the sleeve that goes over it, though. That's long lost. Ah, but, uh... That's right. It was like this stupid like the flip book animation. It's hilarious. Yes. Yes, I'm a sucker for that shit. I love it. 
I even had all the Batman Forever like cups from McDonald's, little glasses, if you recall those. Oh yes, I, I never had any. That. Brooke had some though. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I remember those. Those were cool. Yeah, they were better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, most student films are better than that movie. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> Barry saved it as the Riddler. Uh, otherwise, it would have been a complete. I mean, it was terrible nonetheless. But uh, it was awful. But yeah, but Batman and Robin, holy shit. I mean, I remember seeing a preview for that. I was like, this looks terrible. I went out, of course, I still saw it. And I'm like, it was even worse than I even could possibly imagine. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, were you ever a Batman, like Adam West 66 fan? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it was on the AMC channel. Oh, no, the Family Channel when I was like a kid. Uh, yeah. So that's how I caught it. My dad was a Batman fan. We saw the Batman movie. Um, we taped it. That's how old I am. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked it. It was cute. Uh, my brother and I will still text like quick lines from the that film back and forth. It's candy. It's cute. Uh, but then, of course, then the Michael Keaton stuff came in. I was psyched out of my mind for that, uh, for sure. Oh, the first absolutely. Book, for sure. I just who it was Joel Schumacher who did uh, Forever. Yes, and, and three and four, right? Yeah. Right. So. I'm just convinced that, you know, when they asked him to do this, he didn't even bother looking at the new Keaton stuff. He just only had a vision on Batman 66, you know, Adam West Batman when he made these movies. Well, they, like, I, because, I, think, I, I forgot what he said, but they, I, someone said, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but it was like he wanted just to like make it so bright and all that stuff. And one guy was, yeah, he just gated up is what he said. It's pretty funny. I thought. <laughs> he, just, he just gated fuck up. That's what he said. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, it's just too flashy. That's why the Burton stuff worked. It was dark, dreary, you know, it, you felt the gravitas of, you know, with everything with him. With the other one, it was a fucking music video with the other ones, you know, just goofy and All the black bad light and makeup like, and neon the everywhere. The show was tongue-in-cheek about being the canvas. This was, like, trying to be serious about it. Like, nah. Right. Yeah. Wrong approach. God, Batman and Robin was just, uh, oh, I could just tear it apart like a Fucking Everyone else already did. Let's not go through that uh, juggernaut yet again. Well, the one thing I just got to say is how stupid for Alicia Silverstone. Just to, she found the cave. I made you a suit. You, yep. You're a hero. You know, come on. Anyway, moving they on. They said she had to squeeze in that suit that like she was fat, and they had to work her ass off and get her in that <laughs> suit. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I brought it up now. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, what else uh, do you have in the way of uh, superhero films, or do you have anything else you'd like to mention? Uh, Ant-Man 2 comes out this weekend. I don't care. Uh, I saw the first one. I was, at first I was like, eh. Then I watched it again. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Uh, I'm sure they're going to answer the question, why, was, why wasn't he in the Avengers? Uh, but I don't think I'm going to go out there, even use my movie pass and go see this. I just don't, I don't care. Ant-Man's a fine Fine film, the second one. I don't know. There's no one in there that they gets gets your goat going, as they say. So I have no desire for that. What else is on the slate from Marvel this year? Is that it or Black Panther? Another one? Oh, like, oh no, no. I meant just that that Black played. Panther. Oh. I listen. I liked it. It was good. It is not near as great as everyone made it out to be. No, like, I, I, I feel the same way. Uh, it, this is a white guilt special where everyone was like, oh, it's so great. You're trying to be progressive. It's totally cool. Uh, but no, we're not buying it. Even black people are like, no, 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 no. It's, it's fine. It's not as crazy as you guys are making it out to be. Like, this is probably like, the, I mean, I, I said it was good. It's not great. And that's uh, probably, I put it like middle of the pack of all the superhero films. I mean, I can 
all those X-Men films I mentioned are better. Blade, uh, oh, Captain wow. America 2, 3, uh, Avengers 1, all those are all better than Black Panther. It's fine. It's good. It's not great. I, I, I really liked it. I mean, again, not, definitely not my favorite Marvel film, but um, I don't know. Like, I, my attraction to it was the villain. That's what I was going to say. If it wasn't like, for the he villain, just, yeah, it he was good. He was so, probably one of the better villains we've seen, especially in the last 10 years, let's say. Yes. Great villain. That's what I think would really elevate it. Otherwise, it would have been just blown. Yep. Oh, without so, like, a doubt. Without a doubt. Because if it was just a normal hellbent, you know, on getting power villain totally throwaway movie mm-hmm. but it was that be- that uh villain where you know like in the movie like when he's visiting his father's spirit at that tree or whatever it was you know you really think like wow you guys are the bad guys in this scenario you know you have to clean up the mess that your father and your forefathers have all done this is some fucked up shit you mm-hmm. know so it was right. a, it was a good pull on like who do you who do you root for really here i don't know Maybe I'm looking too deep into it. I don't know. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. That's a good. That's, that's a good assessment. Any others to mention? Uh, no. I, again, I think that's the slate. Uh, obviously, I wait with everybody else with bated breath for Avengers five. Is it next year? Four. 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 Yeah. In, that's in a, gonna be the big one. Uh, I heard they're rebooting, trying to reboot Blade. Bad idea. Blade one is great. Yeah. Two is pretty solid. Uh, three is a piece of shit. Uh, you know, go and tell you what, you want to go reboot something? Go reboot. And they already tried, and it's terrible. Uh, Fantastic Four. All over terrible. I didn't even bother with a new one. No, thank you. But, um, I don't know. I, I think, and they're trying, oh, oh, new Spider-Man is next year. That should be good as well. Yes, um, with Mysterio. Mm. That's all. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that one, uh, Dylan. I thought they were, they were going to light the Scorpion with the, uh, with uh, the end of Homecoming, so I was like, "Oh, all right, that, that's cool. Let's see what they got." But uh, no, oh, I I am so excited for Mysterio. Scorpion, they probably treat myself. like they did with uh, Shocker. They'll just yeah. throw away character. Yeah, they. Always... All right, here you go. Next year, I'm looking at the slate. You ready? Captain Marvel. Don't care. Uh, Avengers four. Do care. Spider Man uh, two. Well, real Spider Man two. Fine. The New Mutants, I don't even know what that is. Dark Phoenix, don't care. Gambit, probably don't care. Uh, yeah, don't probably care about don't that care. One. Gambit? And Shazam. Gambit's coming out next year, really? Uh, that's that, what that's they a say. Fox? 2019. Been well, you know what? Hold on a second. 2019, it's uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah. You know who direct, is directing this? Doug Liman. I love his films. I love Go. I loved, uh, he did the first and the third. He did the first Born. I know that. He's done a lot of good stuff, Doug Lyman. Now you might have me interested. Edge of Tomorrow, I love that with Cruz. American Made, I did not like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'm trying to think about what else he did. Swingers, of course, was great. Uh, anything else that's jumping out of here? No, turn really around, those were all, a lot of those are good movies, yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of good stuff. Yeah, he's doing it. I, I, may, I may give that a look, but... Gambit, uh, so it looks like we're batting 500 next year. Uh, Avengers, Spider-Man... I don't know what the new mutants, maybe Gambit, but I mean, the DC, no thanks. And the only Aquaman comes out this, uh, this fall. There's a trailer out for the new mutants. And it's like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. It does look like a horror movie. I don't, it's a weird looking angle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm anxious to see it. It looks like it's a way different approach at people with powers, you know, rather yeah. than just turning them into heroes. Here's the how torment he, from them. 
Yeah, no. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, I still have a lot of hope and faith in the upcoming Venom movie. I think that's yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. That looks pretty good. Uh, I, I I'm a little bit weary though of its release date, which is middle end of September, which is the kiss of death. Like, right around I guess early October is when they bring up the shit. You know, the, until Thanksgiving. Yeah. So the fact that the it's theaters. not then, I mean, they they I think they could have bumped it up to August. And then cool with that, you know? Yeah, for sure. And make money. So the fact that they're waiting, uh, I don't know. Gambit, I don't know about coming out, because that's been in the works since we started this podcast about five years ago, so... That's true. Yeah. We've been talking about that quite a bit, haven't we? How many of these films are in development hell for so long, and they finally get picked, you know? Yeah, I just, you know, it's it's been crazy that it's been 10 years of Marvel films, and you know, not only those films, but, you know, all the other superhero films that have come out during the past 10 years with Marvel, that this wave hasn't collapsed on itself yet. Mm-hmm. It seems to be as strong as it has ever been. It's going to collapse, no doubt. Yeah. And I think a lot of these, you know, side movie things is, is kind of what's going to do it. We're not learning our lesson with Solo, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Just stick to the main stories. I would love to see like a House of M story. That would yeah. be really cool. Or uh, Planet Hulk or, you know, whatever. Captain Marvel's got me kind of excited because it's dealing with the scrolls, The shapeshifters that yeah. they took over the Avengers forms and stuff. So, And, you know, I'd have to agree with Kevin in the fact that with Ant-Man and Wasp, I could really kind of give a shit when the first ant-man came out i didn't see it in the theater i saw it after it came out on dvd and it was good i had fun with it It was but it was very um just predictable just very rhythmic i guess very uh what's the word i'm looking for just here's your bad guy here's your good guy they'll duke it out at the end the good guy it's a comedy (laughs) right but um from what i understand ant-man and wasp is supposed to you know really shed light on the quantum realm which is supposed to be the answer in Avengers 4, right? Mm. Is that what I'm gathering or what I've been I seeing? So I want to see it in that aspect, that it, it's holding big chunks of uh, information for the next Avengers. Yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'll wait for this. I'll, I'll wait from word of the street before I decide to go invest two hours uh, of my life. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, still trying to figure out, I'm still trying to figure out if Sicario 2 is worth it. It tanked the theater. The reviews were, were, were decent to moderate. Uh, so it's like, ah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's always a gamble going to the movies, isn't it? Pretty much anymore. Yeah, yeah. you never know. This so this summer, and I was breaking it down in my 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 reviews. This summer's been pretty good. Like last summer was dog shit for films. I mean, it was just awful. Awful. It was probably one of the worst stretches of films in the summer that I can remember. So this has been a pretty good summer. I mean, I think you could, we, we can retire. I also saw Incredibles. That uh, won't you be my neighbor, Mister Rogers? Documentary is great, um, but this has been a, a good summer. Last summer, God, I'm trying to remember, it was just so awful that I was I lost my mind. But but yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty good summer. No complaints really here. Last summer, I just I think of Logan and um, Guardians two. Mm, I yeah. enjoyed. So I, hate I hated Guardians one and two. I think they're lame. I just do, I'm not what? a fan of that. Really? <laughs> not no. When you make the the basis of this film, to me, are the soundtracks. That's it. 
It's it's the hero. Okay, Star Killer, he's fine. Uh, the rat, the raccoon, Bradley Cooper, meh. Everybody else is very generic, and and the villains are so ho hum for uh, for Guardians. It was so boring. Here's some of the films from last year, by the way. Logan Lucky, boring. Dunkirk wasn't impressed. Very beautifully shot, though. Atomic Blonde was pretty good. Spider-Man, like, it was great, like we had said. Um, the House was kind of funny. Baby Driver was decent. Uh, Fate of the Furious, if you're a fan of that. that was no, <laughs> I didn't like Spider-Man either. That's, yeah, but yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty weak summer, I thought, versus uh, versus this year, so. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the Guardians. They're, I tell you, I like the Guardians the most when they were in the Avengers because it wasn't two and a half hours of them just talking about music, uh, him playing music and talking about his dead parents and blah, blah, blah. The same shit. Michael Rooker is fine as a villain, uh, but it wasn't that much going for me with uh, with that film. Hmm. We're just going to have to agree to disagree on that one. I, I, I rather enjoyed the second one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You have to have your opinion, even though it's very wrong. But nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you guys. It's a, load, it's a load off your backs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't have any, other, any other films for this year. I think are are coming out that are of, of note. I can't either. I mean, other than uh, Venom is the only other one I can think of. There's something yeah. else. Oh, there's okay. a that. This is not a superhero movie, but Bohemian Rhapsody is coming out in November. The I think film. that's gonna suck. I, just something really? about it. I think it's gonna. I, I mean, I, I think I'm gonna see it, but I just something about it tells me it's not gonna be as great as everyone is making it out to be. Oh, I mean, yeah, they never are. They're never as big as the hype, but I don't know. Well, I, gotta... I think if Sasha Baron Cohen would have been Freddie Mercury, Mercury, I think we'd all be like, holy shit, this is gonna be the greatest biopic in a long time. But something about it, it just, I, I don't know. I don't know. So my, my spidey sense says no, but I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll find out eventually. That we will. That we will. Are we getting any more Star Wars this year? I hope not. I don't think so. No. It needs to go. No. Hyper- next hyper- year is uh, next Christmas. Next Christmas then, uh, is uh, nine in the end. I'm just trying to see what they're going to do after that because you know since Disney bought them, they're just going to keep that money money printing press flying. And, they're holding uh, off a little bit on doing any more. Yeah other Star Wars stories like until, side stories but yeah. from what I understand well, no, that's it I think they said they're really going to curtail it I mean imagine this imagine they put out Soul before Rogue One Rogue One would have never happened I mean Rogue One really got the ball moving because it was great uh, so they like alright fine Rogue One hit maybe Solo hits I mean the script was so busy the script got changed a bunch of times they went through uh, the one director quit or got fired Ron Howard came in hoping to save it and yeah. Not really. Uh, so it was trouble from the get-go. But, you know, well, what's next? A, a Nian Num side story? A, uh, a, uh, <laughs> Just a bunch of... or Salacious Crumb biopic, too? I mean, oh, no. God. Oh, God. I hate that thing. I hate, <laughs> I hate Salacious Crumb. No, thank you. I heard they're going to do a Boba Fett story, which is horrible because he's the most overrated character... In the obviously in the Star Wars, but also I think in, the, in film, I think he's one of the most overrated characters ever. Agreed. He looks cool. Agreed. Yeah, that's I agree cool. with both so of you. That's it, though. Yeah. That part. Fucking disappeared, didn't it? Yeah, no. Uh, very overrated. Everyone loves him for what? I don't know. Yeah, what's he dies, he dies in such a bitch fashion. Yeah, he, tra- he, he, he follows Han Solo great. 
but gets in a very little combat, uh, and like I said, he goes out like a bitch in Jedi. No, no shit, a blind guy hits him by mistake, <laughs> and that's his demise. Exactly. If he's such a badass, why is he getting bopped out by a, by that? You should save it for a major battle. Because he's a pussy. That's why. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, no, I totally agree with you. We actually, uh, just a few weeks ago, got to speak with the the kid from Attack of the... Uh, Daniel, Daniel Logan, Logan, who played him. And I kind of asked him that. I was like, what's it like playing a character that has all this build-up for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He's like, buddy, I have no clue. I'm just an actor trying to take a paycheck. That's it. Nope, that is not what he said. <laughs> Boy, he is passionate <laughs> about the character. What did he, he say? Check I'll, out our I'll, interview I'll, on I'll YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was. He loves what he does. He is passionate about it. Uh, he's probably the number one supporter for the Boba Fett movie because he wants to play Boba Fett again, mm-hmm. and he's getting all this armor made. He's, say he's, he's got a suit, doesn't he? He said he's he had one. Passionate. I mean, yeah. That, you know why he is because House didn't keep that money coming in for those Star Wars convention shits. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, he better be fucking passionate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's swing the door shut to the comic vault. I had a comic, but we are running long here, so let's just turn our attention over to Kevin. Not that I'm complaining, because this has been a hell of a lot of fun uh, talking movies in the comic vault. It doesn't happen very Mm -mm. often. I enjoy it. But anyway. Having fun myself. Good, good, good. Glad to hear it. And I'm uh, excited to hear more about the comics watching comics. We uh, checked this out on Amazon, and my God, what a... It's a fun concept. It's kind of like America's... Got talent meets Shark t- uh, Tank or something, you know? I yeah. Interesting. I've never heard the Shark Tank reference. That's something that's uh, just where you're placed you down in front of these pit bulls, you know, yeah. and just ready to critique you. It looks horrifying to me. Like if I was the comic on that TV, like I would be so petrified. <laughs> but uh, tell us a little bit about the show, how it got started. Uh, well, I, it's funny. I call it it's uh, Last Comic Standing meets Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. That's oh, my little. That works wow. perfectly. That's my little better. Yeah, that's show. better. That's why I have a show, boys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, how, it got, <laughs> how it got started? I was at an open mic one day. Uh, I'm a comic. I've been a comic for eight years plus now in uh, in the city. And one day it was just a supremely bad crop of comedians, and I was texting my friend, busting their balls back and forth. I'm like, well, this is kind of fun, but, you know, you just can't make a show out of it, right? No. So uh, I was like, well, you know, at the time, Last Comic Standing was on the air. And I was like, well, I hated it. I think it's, I, it, with the exception of Norm MacDonald, he was the only one who had an opinion that wasn't, you know, cotton candy. Like, oh, you're so great. You're fantastic. Oh, you're the best. He was like, this sucks, and here's why. Like, that's what I want to hear. Like, no, right. not everyone is great, <laughs> all right? Not at all. So he was the most real one on the show. I'm like, well, what do we do this but for intermediate comics? Because in the city, I mean, there's thousands of comics. Everyone's trying to get stage time, not enough stage time. And uh, it's like, well, let's try something different where we mix and match and have the reality of it. The twist, though, is this, guys. I mean, obviously, we, we pick a winner at the end of each season. The whole audience plays along, too. They pick their favorite panelists that they want to see come back to the following season. They vote on Twitter, at Comics Watching. Uh, and they pick their favorite panels that they want to see come back. And then you're going to see in season seven uh, a couple of – a few actually all familiar faces. So it's the uh, the all-star panel edition. Season six should be up in the very near future. We'll see. Amazon's been a little bit tough with their uh, uh, their um, their demands for uh, broadcasting. So it's been back and forth, back and forth, making sure everything is correct. So, but yeah, that's uh, – 
Season six should be coming out. The live show we taped, which is the prize for the winning comedians. You're going to see everyone doing stand-up. Myself, panelists, the winning comedians, some semifinalists, as well as some people who ate shit on the show. And I call that section the redemption section, where we give them uh, each a minute. And the whole and the audience in the uh, the crowd there at the club, they vote via applause who their favorite uh, comic was that night. And then they will, uh, the, that person got a spot on the show that night. And you're going to see all that, like I said, on the live show, which will be going on the Amazon uh, in the very near future. I can't wait to watch it. And, you know, it's funny when you just said we did this show live, I just imagined a comedian trying to do a set and being roasted by a... Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I know what you get. I know what you're saying. There, we don't have repartee. We don't, yeah, we don't sit there and have repartee. We, right. uh, we sit there, We and it just, it's straight stand-up. It's not us like, well, let's talk about that set. No, it's not at all. It's the winners, it's the panelists. But yeah, we don't do that. We're trying to do a live show where we do do that, we're in discussions with a, a main casino chain in the U.S. And if it goes through, you'll see it hopefully all around the country in the near future. But uh, yeah, we will be doing it then. But no, not for the live show, not for that show specifically. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that. <clears throat> so tell me about the uh, the panel of comics you have selected. Now, you say they, they rotate through the seasons. Is there anyone that's always there? Is it always a new set of uh, comedians? It's a new set of comedians, but we do have one master panelist who stays the same. That's Jeffrey Gurian. That's the guy with the hair. What seasons did you guys watch? <coughs> Just so I know. I jumped uh, around between, uh, I think, two and seven, I think. Or six? One of the, six is enough six to is five? Out. Yeah, they're only up to five out. Did you pay, did you pay the for the fifth It hasn't been the last season. Yeah, it was the last, well, yeah, the last season then. Yeah. With Gino, with Gino Visconti and um, Mark Riccadonna. I don't remember the names, but boy, do I remember hair. Yes. When you said hair, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. He's a master panelist, so that's the, uh, he's the mainstay. But yeah, like I said, you'll see a few of the uh, familiar faces uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, made the uh, 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 why can I talk? <laughs> in the, uh, yeah, in the, uh, in the, the, the all-star show. That's it, the all-star show. God damn it. And <laughs> are these all people that you've uh, you just know personally? I mean, how do you how do you select these? Yeah, yeah, there, there, there are some I know personally. There are some who are just very well known in the New York circle. Uh, we're obviously trying to really get bigger name comedians, but then again, when you're operating on your own show budget, Amazon does not give me a budget. I pay for my own pocket. I just get money from Amazon for views. So yeah, we're, I gotta get money out of my own pocket for this. So that's uh, oh. trying to figure out how to get these bigger names on a lower budget so that is the trick but yeah we're trying to get some bigger names we're talking to a few people right now and hopefully they they they, they come through with the comics that are that you guys are sitting there watching are they like acting like acting comics that are actually kind of torn or just doing their own thing or they is it like an uh open mic night type thing no 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 these are comics and that's a good question we're trying we get the it's for any intermediate comics Yes, some people do lie, because I do have a requirement that they, you've been doing for three years, but some people do lie and say they've been doing it for three years, but, you know, you can see by them they're just being that new. They're not three years in, because they're not doing that well. Uh, but, yeah, there is a qualification to do it. So, no, it's, it, everyone everyone that you see there, it's not like it's a, you know, we call it a kamikaze comedy where – Hey, everyone, you're eating dinner, and boom, a comedy show breaks out. No, everyone submits. Like, there's a submission window that opens. I watch the videos. I approve people. I, 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 pick, I pick people to appear on the show, 
And that's how it works. I'm jealous. I wish we had a show like that. <laughs> That'd be fun. Be so fun. <laughs> but I'm not saying comedians scare the shit out of me because they're so quick. They're so sharp-witted. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I, and I can I can never be that fast. I can never come back that like, fast. Yep. So I don't know. I, I, I feel for that comedian. Even if his set is horrible, I'm like, oh, my God. If that was me. Give me an hour, I'll come back with a good comeback. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing, though. It's like you should have five minutes set up that are great. You know know what you're getting into. This is not like two days later you're you're in front of me after I accept you. You've got plenty of time to get your shit together. And if you don't, well, that's on you. And you know what you're getting into now. The show's been around for long enough. Uh, it's been, you know, the, the word of mouth has gotten around, so it's, you know what you're getting into, so don't fuck up. So have you have ever had any of the comedians, like, you've critiqued or roasted on, like, come back and be like, hey, what the fuck? I invite that, as a matter of fact. I invite people to make videos, uh, and only two people have done it, to, 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 I call it the answer back video, where I say, look, you know, if you didn't like, if you like or did not like what the panel said, put a video up. I'll air it unedited. I'll put it on our YouTube page, and uh, you say what you want to, and I'll air it as is. Uh, and that is that's the majority of it. I'll hear through the grapevine like, oh, so and so thinks you're an asshole for skewing him. I've heard some people be like, oh yeah, your show. I, I never watched it. I heard bad things about it, but then I watched your show, and then I watched the person who's my friend. And hey, you guys are right. That person fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, not directly, indirectly, to answer your question. I've heard that. How cool. I've seen that one comic we were watching on there a little bit ago. Oh, Boy. my God. Yeah. Like Give me a name. You, you got you to describe him or her, whoever it is. He, he, was, was, he had a jersey, a beard, and a man bun. Ah, hi, DJ Doke. Yep. Uh, yep. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He actually, you know, it's funny. As bad as he got it, he was like, oh, hey, man, that's cool. At least I'm on uh, IMDb now and Amazon. I'm like, yep, yes, you are. Hey, <laughs> there's a bright side to it then, sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, he was so preoccupied with making right. people it think he had been with a 15-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, you're like, yeah, dude, that didn't happen. You know, that's one of Gino's things. He'll scream at the TV goes, that didn't happen. <laughs> and I don't remember the uh, people out of their, their yeah. Once you take people out of the environment, they're just like that nah, didn't happen. That's bullshit. So uh, fuck you. I don't remember who the woman was in that scene, but she couldn't get over the jersey. The jersey just yeah. like he chose, Shanker, yeah, she, chose she, uh, to wear the jersey. <laughs> yeah, she, he, he chose to wear that or something like that. I think she had said it was oh. a choice. That's what it, it was a choice. That's what a it choice. Was. That's it. You got it. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, that's, no, that, that's no. the show. It's on uh, season six. should be up any day now. It's been long enough. But, yeah, check it out. Go on uh, comics, watchingcomics.com to see some panelists doing stand-up in the in past, uh, as well as some of the photos from it, the live shoot and other photos. And you can buy a T-shirt. Ha, 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 ha. Hey. I've got merch, too. <laughs> as well. So that's, uh, you can see all that stuff on comics, watchingcomics.com. You're going to have to let us know when that uh, sixth season comes out. We'll uh, push it on the show here and let our uh, listeners know. Um, when you guys, uh, when, how fast is this episode going to air? This is going to be going up this coming Thursday evening. Shit, I want to think it's going to be hopefully up by then, but I, I can't promise that. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you know what's up if, uh, if it gets up. Oh, I mean, cool. just anytime it gets up. It doesn't have to be on this oh, episode. Cool, yeah. I just mean, like, down exactly. like if it's three weeks from now, let me know and we'll, oh, yeah, we'll push it mention something and push it on social media and all that happy stuff. Um, 
One other thing I did want to touch with you on was that you're a uh, fellow podcaster with uh, two shows, the Safe Word PC and the Sportsbook Box Office Podcast. Can you tell us about your shows? Yeah, Safe Word, unfortunately, has gone uh, gone away. My lovely co-host and comedy wife, Monica Vita, moved, moved, she's from Denver. She lived in the city for, for years, but she had to go back. Her mom's uh, needs to be watched over, so she's in Denver. So the Sportsbook, for, sorry, the Safe Word podcast is, uh, has bit the dust. Sportsbook Box Office Podcast, we're on ice for a bit. We're finding a new studio. Our producer from our last uh, place was absolutely fucking useless, and it was impossible for them to rely on him to set up and do our podcast. So we're looking for a new venue. We may have one. We may not. We'll find out. But uh, we'll be back eventually. But, yeah, Sportsbook Box Office Podcast, it is what it sounds like. We talk sports. We talk films. My buddy Jeff Paul and I, he's another comic in New York. Uh, you might, you will be seeing him in the new Robert De Niro Al Pacino film called uh, The Irishman, which will be on Netflix soon. He's got a small part in that. He's another, like I said, comic buddy of mine. He has opinions. They're usually wrong, and I love telling him why he's wrong. And you can uh, check that out on iTunes. And uh, hopefully we start up in the very near future. We're supposed to, but we'll see. That's awesome. It's always fun to pod. I mean, it's so addictive. Once you get doing it and you feel like you're doing it well, I mean, who's to say if we really are doing yeah, it? Yeah, really. But <laughs> when you feel like you are, it's it's infectious. It's therapeutic, we always say. But, um, man. Yeah, that's a Sportsbook Box Office uh, on iTunes. Get a, I don't know if I said that or not. But yeah, on iTunes, Google Play, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll push that as well, man. I can't wait to give it a listen. And you've got so much under your belt that I don't think we could possibly get to all of it today. But I would like to get you back on the show sometime uh, in the future to go over some. You're a voiceover uh, actor, too, right? Yeah, I am. I am. It's funny I said, we'll have you back in the future. I go, oh, they're going to try and slag a, a back to the future reference in. Being <laughs> oh, the show. shit. Didn't even dawn on me. See? This is why you're not a comic. You're Great. too <laughs> fucking fast and sharp. Look at him, <laughs> Kevin. God, you're proving me right every step of the way here. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I urge our uh, our listeners to go to kevingoatee.com. We're going to have links on our website to that and uh, be pushing it on social media as well. And uh, Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff as well for my name. Yeah, yes. We'll be uh, pushing all those different places. Kevin, thanks so much again for being here with us today. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the time talking to you guys. Really fun. Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can check out our special guests, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, visit the Hall of Heroes to see the Wall of Justice, check out some of the videos from our YouTube page, click on that merch button and buy something. And if you have any comments or complaints, send us an email on our contacts page. And don't forget to find us on social media, Twitter at cannedairpod, Instagram at canned underscore air. Uh, get on there and talk to us. We want to talk to you people. That's the place to do it. They're in Facebook, of course. Yep. Uh, and once again, patreon.com forward slash Pod. There's a whole nother show awaiting new people, and there's going to be uh, cool rewards like T-shirts and mugs and all that happy crap to uh, coax you into Someone's supporting this little two-bit podcast. You're going to get a shirt whether <laughs> you want the damn thing or not. And uh, also keep an eye out in an ear to the ground for our new series i would imagine it's going to be what another probably a couple months anyway probably before it's if. ready to launch but what if you can find us on uh right now twitter i think is the only place we have to go at what I if facebook. series facebook's up yep it's just what if on facebook yeah there's not a lot happening on either of these formats yet but at least if you're following you can be there when uh the, the show itself does 
launch. So uh, check that out. Anything else, Jack? Anything else? That's all I've got. Well, until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Kevin Goatee from Comics Bunch of Comics. Thanks again, guys. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. And thanks for listening, everyone. obviously don't have any talent. Have you thought of giving up? Maybe I should just try again. Maybe you should try listening to Canned Air Podcast. Well, at least now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! He, in the beginning of the book, he's walking down the road. Or no, no, let me back up. Oh, woo! Hmm. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access.